Hello, everybody. My name is Brian Rundle. Thank you for downloading and listening to the show. As always, please subscribe, rate, and review if you can. On today's show, we will talk about the Senate Judiciary Committee's investigation on the Russian interference in the 2016 election. Donald Trump's taxes are going to be able to be seen by the Manhattan prosecutor, after all. Steve Bannon gets arrested, the DNC, and Goodyear tires. All that and more on today's edition of Run's House. My name is Brian Rundle. Let's get it started. So I recorded my last podcast on Sunday night, and I'm recording this one on Thursday night. And I had a few things that I was going to talk about from Sunday that I wanted to talk about tonight on Thursday for Friday's show. But as always in the Trump administration, three days is a good six six months to a year for most other presidents. Forget about that. Three days is a good, maybe really two terms for a lot of presidents for this particular idiot that we have running the show. I, I mean, something new pops up every single hour with this guy, and it is just, it's mind-blowing. It really is. So Tuesday, we get news from the bipartisan Senate Judiciary Committee, who did their own investigation on the 2016 election and the Russian interference. And it turns out Trump campaign officials definitely had something to do with giving Russian intelligence agents information that certainly would help them interfering into our election. Paul Manafort, a real butte. He was deemed a grave counterintelligence threat, and his presence on the campaign and proximity to Donald Trump created opportunities for Russian intelligence services to exert influence over and acquire confidential information on the Trump campaign. Manafort was working with a Russian intelligence officer, Konstantin Kalimnik, because it was suggested that he may be connected to Russians hacking operation of Hillary Clinton's emails and the DNC. Also in the middle of it, as we all knew, Roger Stone. His job was to find out everything he could about the information WikiLeaks ultimately provided. So you have Trump's campaign chairman and his lifelong scumbag friend who also was a campaign advisor, Roger Stone deep into WikiLeaks, deep into Russian intelligence agents and passing along information. Paul Manafort passed along polling data to Russian intelligence. And during that time, you have Donald Trump on stage during the campaign yelling and screaming how much he loves WikiLeaks. And I believe there was a time where he even said he had a feeling some more stuff was coming. He basically showed his cards, but somehow he gets away with it. And somehow people this time around don't seem to care as much about what happened 
with the Russian story. But I'll tell you, I mean, this is pretty big news that the bipartisan Senate Judiciary Committee came up with more information that does not make Donald Trump look good. And you know who else it doesn't make look good is Robert Mueller. What are you? What was he doing? I mean, I don't. I don't mean to rag on the guy because. He's from all accounts. Everybody says what a hero he was and what a great American, what a hard worker he was. But, man, he he really botched this thing. And he gave some lower intelligence people the idea that this was a witch hunt and that Donald Trump was exonerated, which he wasn't. But maybe people don't care as much right now because we have an election in a few months and Joe Biden has a big lead and they feel good. So they're riding that. And I hope they're right. And again, I don't want to get complacent. I don't want anybody to think that this is in the bag by any means. I We all know what happened in 2016. So, you know, any of this news, I, let's just keep it coming and let's keep it prevalent. Let's keep it out there because this is the most this is the most ridiculous administration in the history of this country. Any other president, this is news that would be going on for weeks and weeks and weeks, and it would be one of the biggest stories in American history. Now, almost all of these stories are kind of like, oh boy, what's he up to again? That crazy Donald. What did he do now? You see breaking news on your phone. Oh boy, he's like a goofy TV character, which I guess technically he really was a goofy TV character. But in other news, another Donald Trump associate gets arrested, Steve Bannon. That hideous troll is the seventh Donald Trump associate to be arrested. Yet these are the same people that had people at their crowds chanting, lock her up, lock her up to Hillary Clinton and want to throw Barack Obama in jail, and regardless of the evidence against the seven associates and Donald Trump himself and that idiot son of his and that idiot son-in-law of his and that moronic daughter of his, they just all say fake news. Y'all just can't stand that he's outdoing Barack Obama. Huh? No, first of all, he's not. Y'all keep trying to get on Donald Trump about Russia. Meanwhile, Hillary Hillary Clinton's having people murdered. I have a Trump supporter voice. I don't I don't do Trump very well, but I do I do Trump supporter. And they all sound the same. I mean, you know. But anyway, speaking of Trump supporters, Steve Bannon was arrested along with three associates because they started an online crowdfunding campaign for regular old patriotic supporters of Donald Trump and that wall that he's going to build in Mexico, they can pitch in and they can help pay for it. And guess what? They sure did. $25 million worth of moronic money went to a campaign called We Build the Wall. We're going to do it. And when that wall gets built... And we barred them Mexicans from getting into our country. I could say I helped build that wall with my hard-earned money. Mabel, how much we got in that savings account? We gonna help Mr. Trump build that wall. 
Well, to Billy Bob and Mabel, I say, you got what you deserved. Everybody that pitched in for this phony wall got what they deserved. I do not feel bad about saying that at all. You were snake oil sold right to your faces. They tell you, they tell you they're scam artists. I mean, Roger Stone, seriously? Paul Manafort? And now Steve Bannon, you can't take a look at that guy and go, there's something shady about this one. Sometimes every once in a while, the cover of the book tells exactly what the story's about. But I actually thought Steve Bannon was more intelligent than this. I mean, it was pretty simplistic in his nature. What he did, him and three others, they routed payments from the campaign through the nonprofit and other shell companies, and he was disguising them with fake invoices to keep their personal pay secret. Turns out it wasn't so secret. And now Steve Bannon and his three buddies are arrested and could serve up to 20 years in prison. Now, I love the story. I love that Steve Bannon got arrested. I love that he is arrested for fraud charges on building a wall in which the proceeds were never going towards that wall. It was going into Steve Bannon and his three associates' pockets. Is it possible that anybody that gave money to these four clowns defend them somehow? Yeah, it's well, it's definitely possible. They'll defend it somehow. And Steve Bannon's already setting it up. He was arrested. He pleaded not guilty in his defense and came out and said, ah, this is just a big ruse to get us from building this wall. That's all it is. He's doing his version of fake news. He'll convince the people that gave him money that, no, we were really going to build this wall. Don't worry about it. This is just them trying to make us look bad. Oh, okay, Mr. Bannon. Thank you, sir. And when you see Donald Trump, would you tell him he changed my life? And uh, Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to Donald Trump for you. Yeah, sure, sure. What's your name again? But in other horrific news for Donald Trump, it turns out that the Manhattan prosecutor, Cyrus Vance, is, after all, going to be able to see his tax return. A Manhattan federal judge rejected Donald Trump's effort to block Cyrus's effort to see his tax return to follow up on the little story of him giving hush payments to porn star Stormy Daniels, a woman that he had an affair with, a woman that he had unprotected sex with while his wife Melania was pregnant with her son, Baron, as Donald would put it, her son. What a guy. And I will tell you, that story is not going away. That one's going to haunt Donald Trump for a long time because, first of all, there is really something to this. I mean, it's pretty solid evidence. The fact that Michael Cohen, his attorney, spent jail time for this very thing really is all you need to know because they were both in cahoots. Michael Cohen himself said that they were both in cahoots on this thing. It's clear Donald Trump knew everything about what was going on in that particular story. Many legal experts said had he not been the president, he would have been indicted and arrested and thrown in jail himself. Yet another reason why Donald Trump is incredibly desperate to not lose this race. If he does, he may sneak out in the middle of the night and take off for Moscow. There is a serious possibility Donald Trump could be arrested in 2021. Holy, this is a recording and I can hear people cheering that. 
Now, I told you as I started this thing, it's been a busy couple days for Donald Trump. In these last few days, Goodyear made the news. Goodyear, a major tire company in the United States, has implemented a no-tolerance policy for any political paraphernalia, including MAGA hats and Blue Lives Matter. Now, of course, Donald Trump saw this and lost his mind. Yo, by the way, we still have that pandemic going on, and he's more worried about Goodyear's corporate policy not to involve politics with each other while people are at work. I am perfectly okay with that. And if a company says you can wear whatever you want, let them wear whatever they want. The company has the right to say what everybody can and can't wear, what they can and can't do. It's up to that specific company. Of course, like I said, this sent Donald Trump off. He's asking for a boycott of Goodyear and you know, this is the same party. This is the same guy talking about cancel culture and all this stuff. But when it doesn't serve his purpose, he yells out, boycott, boycott, boycott. And wasn't maybe his best move? The main Goodyear plant is in Ohio. And Ohio is a swing state. Probably not a good idea to anger the plant workers in that particular state. But listen... Donald Trump, with all his rhetoric and all his craziness, finds a way to turn things around. So still, on paper, not a good idea. So hopefully that comes back to bite him in the state of Ohio. Okay, so I've gone on long enough about that idiot. How about the DNC? Okay, so the DNC started on Monday night. It was the, as many are calling it, the unconventional convention, which it certainly is. It does have more of that telethon sort of feel, you know, when something disastrous happens and all the stars kind of get together and do this telethon and you call in and donate. It's got that kind of feel to it. But, you know, in this climate and with the pandemic going on, they they're doing their best. And so far, not so bad. I think they're doing a pretty good job. You know, of course, the speakers are what everybody is tuning in for. And I'll tell you what, Michelle and Barack Obama are two of the greatest treasures in the history of this country. And I really wish Michelle Obama was more into politics. She even said in her speech herself that she hates politics because if she loved politics the way Hillary Clinton loves politics. And again, Hillary was great. And I know there's even a few listeners of mine that don't love her. I love Hillary Clinton. I think she is phenomenal. I think she would have been one of the greatest presidents of all time. She is a big government nerd. That's all she is. She just cares about government and governing. And she's like Leslie Nope's character in Parks and Recreation. I mean, they would even roll their eyes at her like, oh my God, why do you like this so much? But that's what Hillary Clinton was. But back to Michelle. If Michelle was like Hillary and loved that as much, she'd be president in about 10 weeks. Easily. She would win easily. Man, she is good. And so is Barack Obama. Whenever they talk, everybody in the room is quiet. Everybody pays attention. And one person in particular who was paying attention. Here I am. I'm back on Donald Trump. Donald Trump lost his mind when Barack Obama was speaking. Oh my God. And I love that. I love the fact that Donald Trump was seething as Barack Obama was tearing him apart. And anybody on the right who says, oh, that is a, an 
out and office president talking about a current president. We just don't do that. Are you serious? Are you really going to go? You're now you're going to go by the rules, the unwritten rules of the presidency. Get out of here. But I also thought Kamala Harris did a great job in her speech. She is. She's another one. She's such a great speaker and she's so damn smart. I like smart people. The only thing I don't like about them is they make me feel dumb sometimes. There were some pretty powerful videos, too, of immigrant families, videos of former Trump supporters who caught the coronavirus and passed away and their children were speaking on their behalf. And it was just good-natured, and it gave you a good feeling, unlike that dystopian feeling that you get when you watch the Republican National Convention. You think all hell is breaking loose and that... America is going to burn down if the Democrats take over. And oh, my God. And yes, there definitely is some America is going to burn down if Trump takes over. But that's true. If Joe Biden takes over, America is not going to burn down. America is not going to have a president that sends federal agents to harm his own citizens. He's not going to call the press fake news. He's going to believe science and climate change. He's going to believe science when it comes to a pandemic. I mean, you may not agree with all of his policies, but, you know, we'll at least have somebody behind the wheel who knows how to drive. Donald Trump is the equivalent to Toontz's the Cat. Do you remember that Saturday Night Live sketch? Toontz's the Cat, the driving cat. He'd be behind the wheel of a car and they'd say, see, honey, I told you you could drive. Next thing you know, Toonces and the car is going off a cliff and they all die. Donald Trump is Toonces the cat. And we need to get him from behind the wheel. Get a human back there to drive. But anyway, like I said, it was a good night overall. I think they did a really good job. I am recording tonight before Joe Biden speaks, so I don't know exactly what he's going to say. And as we all know, it could be a little bit of a crapshoot. But, of course, I'm kidding. Joe does a good job. He will do a very good job tonight. He will look in that camera, and he will make you feel good. That's one thing Joe Biden is good at doing. He has a persona about him that you do feel he is genuine when he says something. So I look forward to his speech tonight, and I look forward to the other ones. I really look forward to Julia Louis-Dreyfus hosting the Democratic National Convention tonight. She's really good. Oh, and speaking of really good before I sign off here, there is going to be some must-see TV on Monday. Speaker Nancy Pelosi is bringing Congress back. They are moving up a hearing a month earlier, which is going to be this Monday. It was supposed to be a month from now, but they moved it up with the Postmaster General, Louis DeJoy. And there is one person in particular who is going to ask him a few questions. This person that I speak of is Katie Porter. If you are not familiar with Katie Porter, do yourselves a favor, go on YouTube, put her name in there, and just watch her go to work. She is incredibly brilliant. As she tweeted out, she hopes that Mr. DeJoy is prepared because she knows she's going to be. And if you know Katie Porter, you understand just how devastating that can be 
for anybody that has to face her because she may be one of the most prepared people in Congress when they do these hearings. She is phenomenal. Seriously, if you do not know who she is, go to YouTube right now. Stop my podcast. Forget about my, don't worry about me. Go on YouTube and watch her go to work. It is beautiful. It is good stuff. But anyway, as always, thank you guys for downloading and listening. Please, if you have any questions or comments, you can contact me directly at runshousepodcast at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at brun13. And please join me again on Monday for another edition of Run's House. I hope everybody has a great weekend, and we will talk to you guys again soon.